All right, day 360, and of course, five days away, a full year, we abandon Americans behind enemy lines. 800-941-SEAN, if you want to be a part of the program. Let me, let me back up for a second before we get started into last night's raid. And I had said we spent over three years on this program debunking what was the biggest abuse of power corruption scandal in history. And, and that was the whole Russia-Trump collusion lie. It was always a lie. And it went deep, and it went deeper, and nobody was held accountable. And I kept warning everybody, if we don't hold people accountable, it's going to happen again. Now, for no apparent reason, now I'm, I'm going to be straight up, I don't believe a single thing that we're reading or that we're being told uh, about the reasons for this raid of a former president's home, which has never, ever happened in the history of this country before. I'm not believing a single thing. I'm not believing the pretext under which they went into Mar-a-Lago yesterday to get supposedly to get uh, documents that might be classified that the president might have taken with him when he left the White House to Mar-a-Lago I know I I actually went and we researched today. We we found the National Archives Records Administration because what they the, what they want us to believe is that this has everything to do with the Presidential Records Act, and this is about the preservation of potentially top secret information that the president might have had with him. I I'm I'm not buying that, not at all. I think this is a pretext to what I don't know. I have no earthly idea. But I have, and you can, by the way, find this on the National Archives Record Administration's own website when you go to archives.gov. And anyway, it is dated, you know, it has a date in it of February 8th of 2022, not that long ago, following a conversation with Gary Stern, general counsel at the National Archives Record Administration about inaccurate media reports, specifically, I guess we'll call it NARA or NARA, uh, had raided Mar-a-Lago, they put out the following statement, quote, throughout the course of the last year, the National Archives Record Administration obtained cooperation of Trump representatives to locate presidential records that had not been transferred to the National Archives at the end of the Trump administration when a representative had informed us in December of 21 that they had located some records and they arranged for them to be securely transported to Washington and National Archives Record Administration officials did not visit, did not raid the Mar-a-Lago property. This is in February that they that all of this is, has come up here. Here's why every American should be concerned. If you go back in time and you go back to 2016 and you and remember, we always made a distinction between the 99 percent of good FBI agents that that work hard, risk their lives, protect this country. And then of the those up that one percent that abused their power at the upper ranks of the FBI. I always made a distinction because I have such respect for law enforcement. And if the if you recall what happened here, you had Hillary Rodham Clinton deleting what thirty three thousand emails. You know, if we have time later, I'll play it for you. We remember James Comey saying, despite evidence of law breaking. No reasonable prosecutor would bring criminal charges to the Hillary Clinton email case. Remember that? It wasn't that long ago. 
And Hillary Clinton, of course, had an email server and 33,000 emails go missing. Nobody in the country had ever heard of something called Bleach Bit, which wipes uh, a server clean of any memory at all whatsoever. Apparently, it's very effective. Remember, Ed Henry had asked the question, you know, did you clean your server? And she's like, you mean like with a, with a cloth? Did you wipe no. the server? What, like with a cloth or something? No. <laughs> Did you wipe the server? Then, of course, hammers and 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 devices that were destroyed. And then on top of that, SIM cards that they hand over phones without a SIM card, meaning there's no memory on the phone. What, what, what's the point of all that? And then we got into two instances where they tried to make a connection that didn't exist between Donald Trump, his campaign, and Russia. One was the Alpha Bank Trump Tower server story, which was debunked. You know, the whole the whole thing was a, a total, complete lie. And then it was the Hillary Clinton bought and paid for dirty Russian disinformation dossier that her campaign, DNC money, went and they they funneled money through a law firm, Perkins Coie. Perkins Coie hires an op research firm, Fusion GPS, that hires former MI6 agent Christopher Steele. Christopher Steele puts together a series of documents. Those documents combined become known as the dossier. And the dossiers leaked to the media mob in the lead up to the 2016 election, all designed to hurt Donald Trump. This is about Donald Trump with hookers uh, in, in the Ritz in Moscow and they're urinating in his bed. It was all all crap. It was all a lie. And then anyway, and remember, it was Andrew McCabe, deputy FBI director, among others. It was Bruce Orr who said, don't trust this. It's not verified. He said that in August of 2016. There were numerous warnings not to use this. It is not verified. But yet in October of 2016, the first of what became four FISA warrants, every three months you have to renew it, signed by top officials, three of the four signed by James Comey himself, one signed by Rod Rosenstein, another signed by Sally Yates, who I'll get to in a minute. But remember that dossier, Andrew McCabe told us, without the dossier, there would have been a FISA application a FISA warrant says at the top of a FISA application verified meaning you had to verify what you were telling is true to get the warrant okay so they get the warrant and it's supposedly to spy on Carter Page we find out later Carter Page had worked for the CIA and was was apparently you know well liked and a guy that constantly put his life at risk for his country and always shared every bit of information he had. He did nothing wrong. That was under false pretenses. But then because of his association with the Trump campaign, that offered a backdoor into all things Trump world. That is the Trump campaign transition team. And then later Trump as president. And and then remember, you might recall, you know, the, the plotting and the planning and all of that, that narrative that went on for over a year, three long years. And it was all a lie. Remember, Peter Strzok talked about an insurance policy so Donald Trump wouldn't get elected. Well, what do you think this case is all about? You know, we've never raided a former president's home before. If it really was about presidential, the Presidential Records Act or the National Archives, um, I spoke to Eric Trump on TV last night. There was nothing but full cooperation. All they had to do is say, can we see the boxes and can we go through them and see that there's nothing in here that might be classified? It would have been that easy. That's why I believe this is all a pretext, all under false, uh, you know, a, a, a false premise here. 
you know, and, and and that was confirmed by Eric Trump and others, by the way, that other sources I have as as well, that they were fully cooperating. So the question is, what are they looking for? What were they looking for? Why did they raid a former president's house? Why did they send Washington officials rather than the Miami field office? That's another question that needs to be answered. Why? In the hopes that maybe they find something. And if they brought charges against Donald Trump, that the case would be tried in a in a in a district where only five percent of people voted for Donald Trump, as opposed to Florida, Miami or wherever it happens to be. In other words, that you would have a, a reasonably fair jury. By the way, Paul Manafort's going to join us. He knows a thing or two about about FBI raids. Now, something, you know, what what are they looking for here? There's got to be something bigger, deeper than what they're telling us. I don't buy for a second that this has anything to do with the Presidential Records Act. I don't buy for a second what they're telling us that, that this has to do with the National Archives and Records Administration. I just don't believe it. Now, I doubt Donald Trump packed his own boxes, and I'm, I wouldn't be surprised if there were certain things that were brought from Washington, D.C. to Mar-a-Lago that may need to be sent back. As a matter of fact, I think some already have been sent back, at least according to that letter that I just read to you. Um, but the, think logically about this. What else could it be? What what can be said, you know, is that we have the same deep state forces that pushed the dirty dossier that got away with lying to FISA courts on four separate occasions that spied on a candidate, a transition team and a president and that had an insurance policy in case all things didn't work. So they still could defeat this guy and everybody that was involved in that got away with it. And that that was my admonition and that was my warning at the time that if they're not held accountable, this is going to happen again and again and again. And they're going to be emboldened and they're going to be empowered. You know, and, and you, you cannot have a deep state running like this. You know, there are other examples. Sandy Berger, remember, he got a slap on the wrist like three years uh, he couldn't um, have a security clearance. I think he was fined ten thousand dollars. He went into the National Archives and he came out with documents, you know, prior to 9-11. This is after 9-11 that he went in and he shoved them down his pants. He shoved them in his front of his pants and the back of his pants and in his socks and stole documents from the National Archives. And he got a slap on the wrist. Remember Chuck Schumer's admonition. Well, you know, remember Donald Trump ought not be taking on the intelligence community. They're going to get you six ways in Sunday. They're going to get back at you. I mean, think about that. Think about James Comey, despite evidence of law breaking, no responsible prosecutor will ever bring criminal charges in the Hillary Clinton email case. They found classified documents in the emails that they had recovered. They were missing 33,000, but in the 30,000 they had, they recovered those. You know, what, 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 what did Loretta Lynch and Bill Clinton really talk about at that pivotal moment that they just happened to be on the tarmac at the same time? They said they just talked about their kids and their grandkids. Is that really what they talked about when they met on the tarmac for, what, 30, 35 minutes or whatever long period of time it was? You know, Hillary Clinton stumbling through an answer trying to explain that emails that were marked classified, saying those emails don't have the appropriate markings, or Hillary Clinton, Clinton explaining to David Muir 
that her not knowing State Department marking specifically the letter C classified on her emails. Remember, we had the big argument over that or telling George Stephanopoulos, a Clinton sycophant, uh, that the top secret email chain didn't originate with me. There was no classified markings. Remember all this? This is why I don't trust them. This is why nobody should trust them. By the way, Alan Dershowitz is suggesting the FBI may have repeatedly violated the law during this raid. Anyway, he said on Fox last night, the government would have to show that they had reasonable evidence that government records would be destroyed. Additionally, he said they improperly opened the safe on the premises, which they should not have done. He said that in his opinion, they violated the rules of the Justice Department. They'd gone after a former president, future candidate, and they darn well better have smoking gun proof, which I don't see happening. Clearly, there's been a double standard. You don't get a warrant unless a subpoena uh, wouldn't suffice. They should have sent a subpoena. And wait till you hear about the judge that apparently authorized the FBI's raid on Trump's home. Guess who he had ties to? Jeffrey Epstein and Barack Obama. Can't even make this up. Anyway, the GOP is firing back. Uh, Kevin McCarthy saying to A.G. Garland, preserve your documents and clear your calendar. Uh, Republicans blasting the FBI is now a corrupt agency that should be defunded, some are even saying, going as far. At some point, you've got to look at the upper echelon in the FBI and say, you know, why didn't Director Ray ever hold the people like Strzok and Page and McCabe and, and Comey and all these other people accountable? Because that emboldens and empowers people to go further. All right, you know what the state of the economy is. 20% of Americans now are afraid to check their credit card statements. Two-thirds of Americans living paycheck to paycheck. These are tough economic times. We are officially in a recession. Uh, they're talking about a, a full basis point increase in the next round of rate increases. That's why I want you to call my friends at AmericanFinancing.net. Uh, look, they're going to look at your entire financial situation. They have financial experts, debt consolidation experts, mortgage experts. There's no fee, no pressure, no obligation at all. 10-minute call, and you're going to find out whether or not you can do debt consolidation, refinance your mortgage, how much money you might be able to save every month and over the course of your loan. There's no reason not to make this call except that you want to save money. Anyway, call them now. Their pros are standing by at 866-615-9200, 866-615-9200. They're also on the web at AmericanFinancing.net. American Financing, NMLS 182334, NMLSConsumerAccess.org.